All right, hey, welcome everybody. Hey everybody, how's it going? Thank Hope you guys for being good. here. Hope you guys are doing good. Uh, Pastor Josh here, Francis over here. Francis, nice to meet you. If you haven't been um, tuning in, and if you have been tuning in, nice to see you again. Um, it's good to be here. This is episode six. six. Wow, episode six of the DFTC podcast yeah. slash D, uh, uh, down knee down knee podcast lockdown the lockdown yeah we haven't decided yet what name i think we need to we need to come up with a name at some point yeah because so far it's been the, the dfcc the podcast, DFCC podcast. Mm-hmm. so we'll try to figure out and see how that goes yeah so are you still leaning toward uh the lockdown you know after a little bit of thought mm-hmm. not much thought mm-hmm. I, maybe it should put a little bit more thought but you know with all due respect i think the lockdown is my favorite is my favorite title there's yeah. a ring to it i think there's, there's a I, ring to it i think that one's winning i don't know uh people online if you want to chime in and let us know what you prefer if it's the lockdown if it's dfcc podcast or down knee podcast now down knee just so you know is going to be like down like kind of like downy but also like down slash uh, k-n-e-e so yeah. basically down knee down on your knees mm-hmm. uh because we want downy to be down on the knees right. before the lord so yeah. that's kind of an involved uh name but if you <laughs> like it i'm open to it right you know so yeah. let us know let us know um whether it's on when you watch it on facebook when we post this on facebook or youtube or our apple podcast let us know in the comments mm-hmm. and also we would love feedback if you absolutely hate what we're talking about and you don't agree tell us mm-hmm. we want to hear what you what you guys think and we want feedback so if you're watching this please put a comment in the post below and in previous posts if you have time yeah just about what you guys think because we want to know we yes know. and if you hate what we're doing just be kind <laughs> yeah just be kind just be, we're people too be kind about we, it we're people too yeah you know? so just a reminder of why we do this uh so uh, francis and i we prepare uh, content every week uh, i preach on sundays uh, francis preaches on wednesdays or fridays actually mm-hmm. and um sometimes we don't know exactly what it is that we're going to say on uh the times that we're going to preach but there's this pro there's this um there's this creative process and uh, this is kind of an an inside look at the creative process as we go along. So it's not a right. finished material because when you preach a sermon, you know what you're going to say. So you just go mm-hmm. through your entire sermon. Um, but this is more of like a, it's more raw. So there's just some ideas, some yeah. general ideas of what we've right. been thinking about. We've and so about. our question was basically with this, because we would talk usually mm-hmm. or not a lot, but sometimes we talk about our messages and what our thoughts were. And basically it was, I wonder if anyone else would be interested in listening to what we're saying. Yeah. So, right. That's kind of, oh, and the other thing is it's not scripted. Like none of the things that we say are scripted. We literally walked in here. We had, we had a meeting earlier, a program meeting for Sunday. I went to lunch, came back and Mm -hmm. here we are. And here we are. And the electricity just went out and it just came back. So God wanted this podcast to happen. Yeah. Praise God. Cause I didn't know what was (laughs) going to happen. So anyway, um, I'm going to share something with you that I haven't shared with you yet. Okay. Something that happened this week. Let's go. uh, My father-in-law, he's, so he's from Chile. Um, My father-in-law's from Chile. And so he's visiting uh, our house for a couple of months. And so there's a bunch of protocols that you have to do to be able to to fly back. Mm -hmm. One of them, of course, is you have to have a negative COVID test. Yeah. So we went to take his test. It was supposed to take 72 hours. 
Uh, it took a lot more. It took 80 hours for him to get it back. So he, oh, lost, he lost his flight. Dang. So we kept waiting, waiting, waiting. Anyway, we went back to a different uh, place to be able to get his test. And on our way to Irvine, which is where he's going he's gonna to get tested, I think, today, um, on our way to Irvine on the freeway. I don't remember what freeway that is. There was this truck, this pickup truck right in front of us. Mm-hmm. They kind of swerved. Like, we're at 65. <clears throat> they kind of swerved to the left because I think it thought that the truck that was next to it was kind of getting a little bit closer, kind of swerved. But this little pickup truck has some cargo in the back. It had, it had a bunch of sand. So the oh, sand man. shifted to the right, and then she tried to compensate. So she went to the other side. Bottom line is the, the pickup truck went like this. And then it went all the way to the left and then just crashed into the the, oh, man. the, the wall in the middle. The, yeah, and you guys saw all that? I saw the whole thing. Oh, and, man. of course, I, I – because the reason – here's why I'm sharing this. Because, of course, the first thing I did was I stopped and I went over because she hit her head. She had, you know, the, 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 the seatbelt, you know, kind of ripped her, her shoulder a little bit here. Uh, she was disoriented. And my impulse, of course, was to stop and help. Like, that was literally yeah. the first thing that I thought. Right. Is I just, I went over and then I helped her. I talked with her. I explained to her, you know, that, that God was with her. And mm-hmm. I didn't feel like, I think praying for her was going to be kind of weird because she was on the phone and stuff like that. But anyway, yeah. I interacted with her. I helped her. I stayed with her for, for 15 minutes until, you know, uh, help arrived. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing that, that, here's the thought that I had. And I promise you, I'm not blowing my own horn. I promise you, I promise you, I promise you. <laughs> Tooting my own horn, I think yeah. is how you say it. It was amazing to me that I was the only person that stopped. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was strange to me. Hmm. You know, maybe people saw that, that I stopped and they're like, oh, she's, you know, somebody, somebody's helping her. Yeah. You know? All right. But I wonder if that's our first response. If that's our first response. I wonder if that right. is. Right. You know? Yeah. No, I, I think of the... I mean, as Christians, it should be. Yeah, I think. I think so. I think so. Um, I think. I think we talked about this last week. Mm-hmm. We touched on at least the good some story of the good Samaritan. Right, 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 right. Um, and how the story is: there's a, a Jewish man who gets beat, gets his things stolen, and um, his scripture says he's half dead on, yeah. the, on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. Right. And what's interesting to me about that story is that um, it says first a priest walks by mm. the half dead man now a priest in that time was jewish right right and then the, the the man was jewish so they were of the same um you know tribe possibly yeah. mm-hmm. same ethnicity at least um and he saw the priest who's a very holy man mm. saw like a pastor today um would he saw the guy who was hurting on the side of the road and he did nothing then the next thing was a levite who was also a very holy man um in that jewish culture saw the half dead guy on the side of the road and he did nothing. Mm. But then it took a Samaritan who was a Jewish man's enemy yeah. or possible enemy, mm. potential enemy, um, because of they were like a half breed mm. um in ethnicity, but he was the one who did something yeah. about it. Yeah. Right? And I think um I think more often than not, if we're honest as Christians, we relate to the to the Jewish I mean to the priest, to the and, priest. and to the Levite mm-hmm. because I mean, I, I'll be honest. I, I've done that before. Yeah. You know, I see an accident happen or like I'll see someone who is in need Mm -hmm. and I won't do anything about it. Yeah. And I'll be the first to admit that. Yeah. You know, but no, that's a very, cause I don't think it's a, it's weird. Cause I don't, I I promise that it's not like a guilt thing or for anyone to feel bad about it. It's just that 
it was like the most natural thing to do mm. you know it was the most natural thing you mm. know it's the it's the i think people get scared sometimes yeah. when they see because th- it was scary of i course. mean it was scary like we could have you know if anything would have happened differently like she would have gone to the right she mm-hmm. would have gone into traffic the car could have easily flipped e- so easily so easily just flipped and then we would have crashed because we were right behind this truck oh, um you know, but none of that, none of those thoughts right. occurred. I didn't feel scared either. Mm-hmm. You know, like my father-in-law was there. I'm going to throw him under the bus, but he doesn't speak English. So yeah. he was like, oh, just <laughs> watching. He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my. As we were remembering, my wife and I were laughing because he, he was scared right. and, and legitimately right. scared. I mean, because yeah. anything could have happened. I mean, yeah. And so, um, you know, I think that's probably the reason that mm. most people didn't stop because when right. they see some danger or something, the first thought is, you know, I want to keep myself safe. Mm. I want I want to be safe first. Right. You know, but my thought was, you know, I wonder if the person's okay. Yeah. You know? Right. Which I, again, I insist and I promise that I'm not doing this. I, it was just su- surprising to me that not more people stopped, mm-hmm. like four or five cars, just like stopping and trying to help. Right. You know, it was weird. Right. Is, is, is it a cultural thing, do you think? Because I don't know. I mean, that's, I don't know. it's. I'm not sure. No. S- if it's a cultural thing or if it's a, if it's a human thing, human thing, I think human nature, um, just, just our nature is mm. to look out for, for ourselves, ourselves first, you know? And I think that's what a lot of the undoing of Christ does in our lives is to, and that's not, that's not like, okay, well, one day you believe in Christ yeah. and then that's completely fixed. Like right. I just admitted in front of, you know, all you people watching and all you people on Facebook, like, like, I'll do that sometimes. Mm. And if we're honest, we all, we all have done that. Sometimes yeah, I'll stop. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> sometimes I'll pull over, you know, but I think it's just human nature yeah. to look out for ourselves. First, yeah. Yeah. Know? Yeah. But also how do you gauge? Like when is it? Because there are times when, when it's like, okay, this is not, this is not a safe, this is situ- not safe. This yeah. is not a safe situation to engage in. It's a good question. Um, when, when do just to push back a little bit? Yeah, when, yeah. When, when is it like the right time to? I'm not necessarily saying there is a right time. Yeah. I'm just saying like when is it like? How can we discern if okay, I God's calling me to do something right now, mm. or God's calling me to, to to kind of just lay low? Is is God calling us to ever just lay low mm. and let somebody else do it? Yeah. Because maybe you're seeing it so that you could be the one to do it. You could be the one doing it. Yeah. I don't know. I think, I think that's a good question. I think that it makes me think of what we're going through right now with COVID. You know, uh, we all want to be safe. We Mm -hmm. all want to stay home. You know, we want, we want to go by the protocols and wash our hands and do all these things, social distancing. That's why we got this guy right here, (laughs) right in between us to keep us safe. That's right. Um, But, um, but then again, you know, like we've talked about this before also, uh, when it comes to, um, doing the right thing. I think that th- we have to make a, a separation between obeying the law of the land and obeying what God says. Mm. Right. So to me, the, the, the distinction is pretty clear right now because so far they haven't asked us to disobey God. Mm-hmm. To me, the, the, right. the definition of where we, we cross over to the other side is when the government is asking us to disobey God. Yeah. So, yeah. so far they haven't done that right. because we've, we've, uh, you know, we can still preach the word. We can mm-hmm. still meet, we can still, you know, interact. So, so far we, we aren't asked to disobey God. Yeah. We've done five baptisms so far Amazing. this year. That's so awesome. And by doing 
that, I'm breaking all the rules. I mean, you know that, right? <laughs> yeah. We're breaking all the rules. Right, right. Because, but the rules. that's the rules, right? The mm-hmm. law of the land. I mean, I can't touch someone. And we're just, we're doing by immersion. You know, I'm interacting with the person. The person has their mask off. We're doing a baptism, right. you know? Yeah. And so that's where I draw the line in the sense that we're not going to not baptize. Yeah. That's a mandate. Of course. That's a mandate yeah. from scripture. So, so that, that to me is like, that's where I'll draw. So that becomes very clear to me. Like mm-hmm. I'll, if I have to do if I have to die of COVID as a result of baptizing <laughs> yeah. someone, I will be honored. Wow. That will be my greatest honor. Right. You know? Right. And I don't think that means being a hero. That's not at all. You're just doing clearly what the scripture is asking scriptures you to do. Say. This person wants to be baptized. I'm going to do it. Yeah. And I'm going to leave, I'm going to leave the pieces to fall where they need to fall. Mm. You know? Um, but I don't know if that was exactly your question. Uh, I mean, that's kind of an example of yeah. it. But I think that uh, every time that we have the possibility of helping someone, uh, we need to go for it. Yeah. 100%. Now, now, honestly, my daughter was in the back of the car. Mm-hmm. You know, she was there. I was driving. I mean, it wasn't dangerous to go and help the person because the the car didn't like explode or anything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was yeah. really it was totaled. The truck was. Mm. But um, you know, so we pulled over. It was fine. There was no danger there. Uh, but then again, you know, if the situation would have been a little bit different and my family would have been in danger and I would have to risk the safety of my family to help someone else, I mm-hmm. think that's where it gets a little bit difficult. And I don't know if there's an easy answer to that question. Right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, I think, uh, I mean, I heard, I heard it said once, like, you know, we can, I mean, in regards to, to COVID and, mm-hmm. and just did this, this translate across um, all principles. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think you nail, you hit you hit the nail on the head when it's like when it comes to to serving, that's when that's when like okay, all bets are off. Yeah, I'm gonna go help somebody else mm-hmm. um, instead of trying to just play it safe. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Because I think uh, when there's always one thing I always say there's always risk in your reward mm. whether that's your reward or somebody else's reward I mean in this case it was somebody else's the mm-hmm. reward of somebody else's life yeah somebody else's health well-being in their mind you mm-hmm. know um, to go help them I think that's what we have to always I mean I think that's my gauge mm-hmm. is this like a risk that's worth taking yeah and sometimes it's sometimes it's honestly not mm. you know I mm. think we've said it before like we're not supposed to be the ones to do everything right because i think there's a there's a line to walk where okay am i just doing this because i have to do this or am Mm. i actually doing this because the holy spirit is is putting this on my heart yeah to do it interesting you know interesting yeah yeah i i know i know what you're saying um i don't think it's an easy answer um, it actually brings me back to the book of Acts. We were talking about this earlier right? and how the Holy Spirit was such a big, huge player in the establishment of the early church. I mm-hmm. mean, it was huge. It right. was huge. It, you know, we call it the Acts of the Apostles, but it's actually the Acts of the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit was the main character, you know, playing a part in their whole interaction. They would they had such a closeness to the Holy Spirit to where it was like the Spirit said this and we did that and the Spirit said stop yeah. and, you know, we stopped and we had a dream, you right. know, and then woke up the other day, the other day we got to go to Macedonia, so I guess that's what we're doing, you yeah. know? So it was this interaction with the Spirit that led them to all the things that they did when they had to decide who was going to, you know, uh, uh, succeed Judas mm-hmm. um, when they chose the seven uh, that were going to take care of the of the the widows that were being overlooked, 
um, you know, everything that they did was spirit led. Yeah. And one of the things they would talk about is when they would choose the leaders, they had to be full of two things. I'm repeating myself. We talked about this before. Yeah. There had to, they had to be, they had to have two things. One was full of wisdom and full of the spirit. Mm. So full of wisdom is familiar because like we understand that a leader needs to be full of wisdom. Right. He needs right. to, he needs to know his Bible. He needs to, you know, have his family in order. He needs mm-hmm. to be a leader. He needs to understand yeah. certain things. So we understand that. That's very familiar to us. But then there's the other part that's filled with the spirit. Yeah. I think that's something that is very important. Mm-hmm. And I think that sometimes it's very overlooked. Yeah. If I come up to you and I said, hey, dude, I had a dream yesterday. I think we need to do this. <laughs> you're you're going to be like, uh, all right. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> because it's such a, it's a, it's a non-familiar thing for us to, right. for us to do. It's kind of scary. It's kind of scary. Mm-hmm. And also the other thing that was interesting in the, in the, in the, in the book of Acts is that, you know, the, the widows that were being overlooked, um, the, the apostles said, we can't, we can't spend our time doing that because we need to be focused on two things. Mm-hmm. One is the ministry of the word and prayer, mm. the ministry of the word and prayer. So when they weren't praying, they were reading the Bible. Yeah. When they were reading the Bible, they were preaching the word. Right, when they right. were preaching the word, they were praying. Right. So that was what they did. Yeah. Um, and so like, like we were saying earlier, like for me, um, you know, studying the, the word, I have that kind of locked in. That's like one of my big rocks. We were talking about the rocks right. the other day, the, the mm-hmm. important things in our life. But the prayer part, I think, is weak mm. right now. And so... I would conclude this little conversation or my little you know, uh, kind of rant here with no wonder they were so filled with the spirit. Yeah. Because, dude, they, didn't, they prayed so much, dude. Yeah. There was so much prayer. Right. right. Like, they were in tune. They were in tune. Yeah. So no wonder they knew it was up. Right. Right. So how do we, how do we bring that to our, you know, the, the way that we do church, the way that we interact, because we spend lots of time in meetings right. and in planning meetings. <clears throat> and mm-hmm. it seems like they would just start praying. Yeah. And then the Holy Spirit would show up and they're like, OK, this is what the spirit leads. And that's what we're doing. Right. And it seems like sometimes prayer can just be like a transitionary thing element in the service right. or prayer can just be like, a let me just do this before we start our meeting or right. start end our meeting. But like it's and then we'll get to our agenda. But for them, it's almost like that was their agenda. Yes. The prayer was their was their agenda. This, I think this kind of makes its way all the way back around to when do you know it's the right time to go do something mm. for God and, and like take that risk and make that risk? Because um, I think you'll know if you know God, mm. you know, if mm. you spend that time, like you, you'll know what to do if you know who he is. Oh, right. Yeah. Like if, if we never, I mean, it's funny because we, you know, those little bracelets that say, what would Jesus do? Uh-huh. What would Jesus do? Yeah. You won't know what he'll do unless you, you read the word and, right. you, and you spend time with him. Right. I think one thing we neglect is that, um, the Holy spirit is characterized as a, as a person mm. in the scriptures. Mm-hmm. Like, so if we, I mean, you know, for Christians and if you're not a Christian watching this, that's okay. Um, you know, hopefully our, our talk can um, encourage you to at least just read a little bit about Jesus and what he's done um, for humans collectively and for me individually and for Mm -hmm. Josh individually. But as Christians, we've, we know Jesus, like we've, we've read what Jesus has done. Oh, and then we know God, the father, Mm -hmm. but do we know the Holy spirit? Correct. Like that's a, that's a, that's a person. Correct. And I think that's like a person that we're, if we're on, I think we're missing out on. Yeah. If we don't kind of, if we don't dive in yeah. into 
the personhood of the spirit. Right. Right. I don't know what, how, what are some practical ways for, you know, people watching yeah. to, to dive into the spirit in, in your, in your own walk with God. And like, how do you, how do we, I don't know, I don't know this, this terminology, but get more of the spirit yeah. or at least, or at least learn more about mm-hmm. who he, who the spirit is. Yeah. Well, first of all, I think we have to, we need to have a biblical perspective of what the Holy Spirit actually is. Mm-hmm. So the Holy Spirit is not just kind of like a feeling or like yeah. this, Oh, I really feel like I should No, That's right. That could be your heart and your heart can be deceitful. We mm-hmm. know that. Right. Yeah. Um, so the, the Holy Spirit is really Jesus in you, mm-hmm. right? It's Jesus in you. That's the way I'll define it. You know, that's the way I, that's the way I understand it. So Jesus says, right. I'll leave, you know, but I'll leave you, you know, uh, the, 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 the advocate, the or helper, the advocate, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The counselor that will, that will be Jesus inside yeah. you and he will guide you to all truth and all yeah. that kind of stuff. So first of all, we have to have a good theological understanding of what the spirit is. Right. Um, and in order to connect the way I see it, at least, and again, this is something that I need to grow in. Mm-hmm. is just more prayer, mm-hmm. more prayer, more prayer. You yeah. were saying earlier about these meetings. I'm like, when was the last time, because we have all these organizing meetings. Like when was the last time we said, you know what, we're just going to pray and we're going to wait until until the Holy Spirit shows up yeah. and shows us what to do and right. then we'll go. You're saying the opposite, which is exactly what we do. We'll open in prayer and then we'll plan mm-hmm. and then we'll close in prayer. Yeah. Okay, how about we, how about we, um, how about we open and do a little planning and then our meeting's a prayer, and then we close off with a little planning, mm. right? So we make the prayer the main thing. Yeah. You know? Right. One of the things I was talking about earlier is I, I would love for our church to turn into a place where we acknowledge, because the Holy Spirit is present. He's mm-hmm. present, right? Yeah. I just feel like we need to become more aware of His presence. Yeah. You know, like I was talking earlier, and I'll, I'll mention it in our staff meeting as well, is that I see a church where we can... Um, Acknowledge the fact that Jesus is present mm-hmm. and not just because I'll, I'll find myself after services. I'll be talking to people. I'll be counseling people. I'll be doing this and that. I'll be giving them advice. I'll be telling them what the scripture says, all these things. But I think we need to get better at just praying for people. Yeah. Like, hey, I got this problem. My, my dad is sick or whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know, or I, I feel depressed. And normally what, what my tendency is like, oh, I'm so sad. You know, um, how can I help you? You know, let me know if I, there's anything that I can do. Mm-hmm. How about we just pray right there? Yeah. I think we put it off sometimes. Yeah. At least I do. You right. know, because it's like I want to talk to this person, but then I want to talk to that person. How about God is putting that person in front of you right now and the Holy Spirit wants to show up and do something amazing in that moment. Right. Because when things like that start to happen, <clears throat> then you can't take any of the glory mm-hmm. you can't take any of the yeah. praise because it's so obvious right. that something happened there that you had nothing to that do you with. Had nothing to do with so my you could, that you couldn't have planned or anything like that there's no way right like i could probably preach a good sermon and say hey i really worked hard on that mm-hmm. you know and that's why it worked you know mm-hmm. we could plan a whole service we could do songs we could write music but my my prayer and my dream is that at our church god will do something so amazing so amazing yeah. that it is impossible for anyone to take the glory mm-hmm. because it is so obviously him right. that does it, you know? Yeah. And so um, I think that, because you're asking practical way, I think it's mm-hmm. prayer. I think prayer is I it. I think it's prayer. Yeah. You know, Pentecost, when, <clears throat> when, did the, when did the Holy Spirit show up? When they were praying, mm-hmm. they were together in one place, they were praying, yeah. and boom, the thing yeah. happened. And it just happened. Yeah. How, and let's let maybe go a little deeper. Mm. Cause I feel like, I mean, as I mean, for, for me, you know, I went to Bible college and, um, you know, we do this thing every day, by the way, if you're watching, I don't want you to hear, um, church is not every day because church, uh, here's a good principle for 
your life and my life is that mm-hmm. <clears throat> we say this all the time. We don't go to church. We are the church. We are the church. Yeah. So this thing is not just a Sunday thing. It's not Correct. just a, a Friday thing. You know, it's an everyday thing. Um, it's commitment, surrender to, to Jesus. But if we're being honest, I mean, we know how to pray. Yeah. I think people just don't know how to pray. Agreed. What is like the, what's the, what is prayer? And like, how do we, Yeah. how can we just explain like yeah. prayer is just, you know, you're having a conversation with God. Yeah. You might not audibly hear back. Mm. Maybe you will. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. How do we posture ourselves? Right. Well, I think that the best answer to that question is the answer that Jesus gave to the disciples. So the disciples see Jesus praying Mm -hmm. and the the disciples grew up in a culture where prayer was something that they were familiar with. They probably prayed. They would watch Pharisees. I mean, prayer was just part of of their life. And they had a certain way of praying. Mm -hmm. Right. But then they see Jesus praying Mm -hmm. and they see Jesus praying. And when they see Jesus praying, he's probably praying in a way that they've never seen before Mm. because after he's done praying, they talk to Jesus and say, Jesus, teach us how to pray. Mm. Oh, that's so so interesting. Because there was something that Jesus was doing that was completely different than what they'd ever seen before. That's true. Right. What that was, I'm not sure. I think it had to do with with the honesty of Jesus's prayer. Mm. We can see how Jesus would go off alone and he would pray, yeah. but then we get a little glimpse of it in Gethsemane, yeah. right? Where he's just on his face before the right, Lord. Right. And he is saying, please take this cup away from me if it's your will, but not your will, not my will, but your will be done. So two things. One is, I think that prayer is not about getting God to do what you want him to do. Amen. <laughs> it's about bringing yourself to a place where you're willing to do what God wants to do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So to get, again, I'll say that again. It's not about, cause we, we think prayer is about asking, right? So it's like, it's about, Hey God, please give me a parking space. Let me find this, you know, <laughs> give me, you know, more yeah, money. Yeah. Um, yes, there's an aspect of that, but you'll yeah. see in the Lord's prayer that it's very, very, very minimal. Mm-hmm. And so it's more about aligning yourself to what God wants and not aligning God to what you want, yeah. which is completely opposite, which is this whole upside down kingdom that mm-hmm. Jesus brings. Um, then number two, what Jesus does right after he tells that after the disciples tell him, teach us to pray, he goes into the Lord's prayer. Mm. Right. And so we know the Lord's prayer. We've heard the Lord's prayer. It's very familiar to all of us. Yeah. But if you notice the whole, if you go through the entire thing, there is zero asking in Mm. it. Zero. Only, only, um, only at the end, right. Where's the daily bread, Mm -hmm. which is basically saying, um, don't give me too much so that I, <laughs> I don't become dependent on you. It's like, give, yeah. give us today our daily bread, right. you know, forgive us our sins as we forgive. So like, right. m- keep that balance. Like, don't, don't just, you know, allow for me to be a part of this as well. And the big one is, is, uh, your kingdom come, your will be done. That's yeah. the overarching right. purpose here. Right. Is that we're bringing the kingdom of God into reality in our mm-hmm. world on earth as it is in heaven. Yeah. 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 So, um, I don't know if that answered your question or not, because I can't remember yeah. what it was. It was about prayer, right? Like, how do yeah, you pray? Just, yeah, it's just how do, how do we pray? I think it's yeah. connecting to the will of God, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Connecting to the will of God. Yeah. I think what you said in there w- w- was so good. Um, if anybody's, you know, struggling with prayer or... Because honestly, I mean, we're, you know, we're ministers. We, we, we counsel people. We look over people. But um, we we don't pray as much as we should yeah. and we got to pray more. 
Yeah. Um, so I think but what you said um, hit the nail on the head about honesty. Mm. I think uh, when we pray, I mean, I'm just recently understanding this the past couple of years mm. is that when we pray, it's not. I feel like a lot of the time, I mean, when I used to pray, especially was I just wanted to say what I was supposed to say mm. to God. Right. You right. know, like I was I'm just saying what what I think he would want me to 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 mm-hmm. say to him. But mm-hmm. that's not that's not true, because yeah. I mean, if we believe God is omniscient, all knowing, then he already knows what we're yeah. thinking. He already knows what we're feeling. Mm-hmm. So I think it, um, a lot of prayer is honesty. Yeah. And yeah. just saying like, God, this is what I'm feeling. Yeah. I don't know if it's valid or not. Mm. Like, I don't know if I should be angry at this person. I don't know if I should be feeling this, this way or that way. Yeah. But bring it to God. I think prayer is the, like the altar in yeah. which we can bring absolutely anything. Yeah. Whether yeah. it's like, God, thank you for, you know, everything you've done mm. in my life and, mm. all, and list out all the good things, list your highlights. Yeah. But it's also prayer is the place for the lowlights. Yeah. I think prayer is the place where. I love that. Where we, uh, we actually should be the most transparent and mm. say, God, I did this this week and I am so ashamed of yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, what, fun, one thing I find myself praying a lot these days is not so much like have you ever like prayed to God, like, please forgive me for this. Yeah. Right. right? Please yeah, forgive yeah. me for that. And I'm sure, you know, some of you have done that. Mm-hmm. I, I stopped saying, please forgive me. Interesting. Because I say, thank you yeah. for forgiving me. Mm-hmm. Cause he already did. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think prayer puts us in the right placement as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you're standing with God. Yeah. If you're praying and you don't know, um, you're standing with God. Yeah. Then you can get in that moment, you can get, you can get right with God. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's just a matter of confession. I love that. You know? Yeah. I, I love what you said because we're, yeah. Cause Jesus paid it all. Mm-hmm. He, when he dies on the cross and he says it is finished, he's paid for the sins of before, present and future. Yeah. And so we're called to repent. Yeah. Right. Right. So, and confess, which confess. Con- confess is, is, is really, so confession is an interesting one because I think confession is yes, you confess to God but you also confess to someone else. Yeah. There's this confession thing. Right. There's, there's power in confessing. Like you say something, you say it out loud, you say mm-hmm. what you did wrong. There's something that happens with that confession. But then the forgiveness is already taken care of, right? Because yeah, right. my, my thought was when I was little is that if I didn't ask Jesus to forgive me for all of my sins <laughs> yeah. and I just happened to sin right before I died, yeah. I was going to hell because right. of that one sin that I didn't commit. But then I realized that's nonsense, mm-hmm. you know, because Jesus paid for it all. Right. Um, but our calling is is repentance. Is repentance. Is, is, to, is to turn, yeah. right? Uh, I think metanoia is the word in Greek yeah. that, that means a, trans, a change of mind. Of mind, yeah. Right? Change so. of mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you, you're walking in this direction, then you're walking in the other direction. And that's really on us. It's yeah. basically living out the life that we're called to live. Right. Which we were created to live. Right. You know? So, um, yeah. Now, yeah. Prayer, prayer is so... It's so important. I mm. think like, I think, you know, we hold Bible reading up here. We hold, um, sir, especially serving. We say, okay, if, if you're not serving, then you're bad. Yeah. I mean, we don't say that. At least I yeah. hope, I hope you guys don't feel that way no, no. Um, about us, but at least, you know, that's not how it should be. Yeah. Um, you know, we're always saying, oh, you got to serve. You got to serve, which is, yes, we have to. Yeah. That's up here. Bible reading is up here, but so is prayer. Prayer. Prayer is yeah. all the way up here because prayer is like the secret sauce, I yeah. think. Yeah. Prayer is because that's where I get like 
there's never been a time where I went into a time of prayer, then I came out worse. Yeah, right, you know? right, 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 right. Or, or I came out beat up and sad. <laughs> yeah. I've always gone into prayer. Like, I'll be honest, this morning, I was very anxious this morning. Mm. For what reason? I don't know. Mm. But I sat down 20 minutes, maybe 25 minutes of just prayer yeah. and, and worship. And I came out ready to to conquer the day. Yeah, I love that. And it's not going to happen that way all the time. But right, there's right. never been a time where I go into prayer and I come out worse. Yeah. Never. Here's a story I've never heard. My life sucks. I'm angry. I'm frustrated. My finances are horrible. I have horrible relationships. I'm like, dude, what happened? What'd you do? Well, I just started praying. <laughs> and everything went downhill. Yeah. Never heard that story before. So, uh, yeah. But what that's... about Job? Job? <laughs> he was a... <sighs> Right. I mean, if you know that story, Job yeah. is he's a very faithful man to God in, in the Old Testament. There's a whole um, book dedicated to him. He was so faithful, but then God stripped him of everything. He did. He did. And then he got everything back. And he got double. everything back. Yeah, true. true it was true. it was all a big test. Mm-hmm. You know, it was all a big test and everything. It's an interesting book because that's that's, you know, most scholars will, will agree that that's the oldest book in the whole Bible. Oh, that wow. was written before before any of the Bible was written. Um, and it's written in the form of a play, which it is. is really yeah. interesting, right? Yeah, it's like yeah, a, it's yeah. like a screenplay, mm-hmm. um, and he just loses everything, and people keep coming into his room, and you know your family's dead, <laughs> oh. and now your wife died, yeah. and, now, and everyone walks away, and there's these friends around him that keep telling him, you know, that um, everything's his fault, mm-hmm. and he won't renounce to God. Yeah, so stay faithfully, stays faithful. His wife says, "Curse God and die." Curse God and die. Right? Oh my yeah. goodness. And then he gets a new wife, <laughs> and then he gets new kids. <laughs> yeah, so that, that part's kind of interesting too, because almost like now life is great. But like, if I lost my wife and I replaced her for a new one, life yeah. isn't great. Yeah, you know, it's so strange. Yeah, but it's, it's a all, different culture. Different I culture. Guess, and, different culture. Yeah, you know. But yeah, so we're we're almost out of time. But the the thing that I'll say here, this is my confession time to you. Okay, is that I've been doing really good in my Bible reading. Mm-hmm. I've been doing really good. I would say in the preaching part, thinking about the apostles and the and the, their jobs, which is which is preaching, yeah. reading the scriptures, and praying. I'm really good on those two, but I'm not. I'm very weak on the prayer part. Mm. Granted, I pray every day, right? But it's not as strong as my sermon prep. It's not as strong as my Bible reading. Yeah, you know. And so I really need to start focusing on the prayer. It's like a it's like a three legged stool, right? I'm yeah. only on, I'm only on two, so I'm a little mm-hmm. wobbly. Yeah. Uh, I need that third one to really be stable. To really be stable. Yeah. 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 And you know, same for me. Mm. Same for, I, I'd say it's the same story. Like I told you, and I think I said on the podcast last week that I value 10 minutes a day. Mm. Um, sometimes you gotta, you should, we should probably be doing more than 10 minutes a day probably of more. prayer. Yeah. You yeah. know? Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, I'm, I'd say I'm in the same boat as you. Yeah. Um, with that one. Yeah. So that's so. a challenge for, for all of us and for right. those of you watching as well. I mean, let's, let's get our prayer on. Let's start yeah. praying. Let's start connect praying. with God. Maybe you start with two minutes a day and then you right. bring it up to five and then right. 10 and you'll take it from there. And I'll, I'll say this last thing. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the times when you, when we are not doing, when we're not doing an action and we want to be doing an action, for example, like working out, this is now, this is, this is for myself here, uh-huh. especially um, like for working out the person who works out 10 minutes a day is getting better. Yeah. You know, it's, they're getting better, but the person who does, who does nothing because they think 10 minutes a day is not enough, mm. then you're not getting worse. You're not, you're you're staying the same right right <laughs> you know which actually 
is getting worse in the yeah. long run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So um, I think with prayer, it translates. Yeah. Maybe you start with 30 seconds. This is why I tell the students. Yeah. Start, start with 30 yeah. seconds. Do something. Yeah. Start with a minute. Mm-hmm. Then you can, you know, and it's not about the length. No. Sometimes I'll be no. driving and I'll be like, God, I really pray over those sirens that I hear mm. right now. In mm. Jesus' name, amen. Yeah. You know? Or it's just. I'm really sorry that I thought that thought, God. Please denounce it right now. Right, right, right. Or whatever. Whatever it is, like, it's not about the length of time. Mm. It's just about the consistency. Yeah. And how much are we, are we doing it? How much am I doing it? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, And really seeking out God in whether it's a short time or a long time. Right. But just being present. Yeah. Just being present. Yeah. So, you just like working out or just like anything else mm-hmm. new that you're starting. I think if, if you want to start praying more, I think it starts with just understanding it's about posture more than it is yeah. about um, longevity. It's true. And it's true. Yeah. I would say that it's just like any other discipline as well. Like the, that's the way I started with my Bible reading too. I think that there's for any discipline, there's like three stages. The first stage is you're excited about it. And mm-hmm. so you're like, Oh, like, yeah. like going to the gym is a perfect right, example. Right. You know, you're excited about it. You know, the first week is really good. And then there's another portion of it. That's like, it just sucks. Mm-hmm. Like, I hate this now. I don't yeah. want to go. And this is where most people give up yeah. right? in this transition period. They give up and they just stop going, but you push through this and not only, you know, is it going to be hard? You push through this, but you get to the other side and now it's something that you need. Yeah. Right. So I right. think the same is true is, is with scripture and with prayer. So you start at first and you're excited. This is new. You know, I got a new prayer board and we're going to start doing this thing. But then there comes a time when it's just pure discipline. Yeah. And it's pure just getting through the thing, <laughs> yeah. you know. But then after that is when you reap the benefit of it to where if you don't do it, then you're like, I need like something's missing. Yeah. You know, right. so right. that's where we want to get to with with prayer. Yeah. You know, with these disciplines and just get those locked in. I'm super mm-hmm. pumped about this because mm-hmm. I'm convinced I've, I've been doing good with my with my Bible reading, sermon preparation, but the third one is really the the one that I'm I'm I know the three stages. Yeah. I just need to get with it, yeah, and, and make and make it happen. Let's right? become better prayers. I, I had it. okay. This thought just came to my head. Last thing, okay. I don't know how encouraging this is going to be, but bear with me. So check this out. For example, if you like what you said right now, mm-hmm. I, if you start something, you're excited and you grow, and you plateau for a little bit. At least you plateaued right here and not right here. Right. At least right. you, if you're just listening, at least you plateaued a little bit higher than mm-hmm. you were than, than when you started. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah. So I think there's, there's nothing bad that no. can come from this. No. And just keep going. Just, just keep, keep going. going. Keep going. Yeah. Just yeah. keep going. Yeah. And I pray that you don't end up like Job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. I'm just kidding, but yeah. so all right. Well, thanks for watching, you guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you, everybody. You guys on Facebook, love you guys, and love you guys. Uh, love you guys. We'll see you next time. Awesome. All right.